0: Get active. Let's 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 get active.
1: Y'all, we're back with another podcast. Long overdue, but we're back. I got Jay. Uh we back. They came to see you. Why you throw your hands up? You got to say what's up. Oh, I thought you were with another Jay. There's two J's in.
0: I ain't know how I you Jay him. and Jay Rich, my fault. No,
2: no, no. no, look, we had Red Jay Rich on hey. this, man. Previous episode in season, was that season two? Right? That was two? Yeah. Pretty sure two. two. Hey, one, yeah, we in three now, man. You know, so regardless of what it was, like, like, like Lamar said, it was way, way overdue, man. And we're, we're glad to have him back. Um, yeah, man. You want to, you want to talk about your own platform, and uh, you know, give we we give free pub out here, so. Yeah, I've been doing
1: a lot of stuff on there, some wild stuff.
2: I'm going to watch I'm kind of scared of this episode because uh, I think you, you gave it pause. You gave it to us it kind of easy last time. But uh, <laughs> I've been listening to I've been I've been seeing the clips on your Instagram, man. And you've been going crazy on people, man. Y'all been, y'all been having some good topics. so. Uh,
1: that um, one with the girl, uh, she, said, uh, what she said, like the sucker or something. I was like, wow. I was like, Wow. And
0: uh, <laughs> which one was was she? What does she look like? Just tell me what she looked like. I, I pretty My much, girl. Um,
1: you're like, let me see if I can find it. Hold up, because I was like, wow. in the meantime, I will shout out,
2: um, which is platform before he goes on and 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 gives more detail about himself and and everything else. So, I mean, like I said, if you already heard his last episode and you already know exactly what he who he is, what he's about, but his platform is the atlanta late night show yes sir and like i said if if you want some entertainment man just go lock in his his uh his platform man you he will not be disappointed for sure on all topics so
1: it was that um one that told me to go comment on i was like all right i went look at it i was like wow she acted it out and everything and then you were even talking about that i was like wow
0: you know what's funny about the the guests that I have on? Um, a lot of people think, or used a lot of people used to think I do a sex show, and I don't. Um, it's a very sex positive show, and I didn't do that by design. It just kind of it's kind of like the people that I, I tend to assemble, and people feel very comfortable talking with me, and it just turns out to yeah. when people are people. People say things when they when people say things with a sober tongue with me on my show that most people would say when they're drunk, and I have no idea why, but it's just people feel free enough to speak that way with oh, me. I, people really
2: do get comfortable because I don't know if you see the same thing on on, on your platform, but I know me and Marvin noticed this um, since we started ours. But there are people that will be interested in coming on the platform, but like, oh well, I'm kind of nervous, like. I never talked in front of people. Um, I don't wanna sound dumb because y'all are recording y'all are gonna put it out there for everybody. Then once they then once they get on the episode, like they're the ones that can't stop talking. Like we gotta, we gotta cut them off so we can end it. So I, I do think it's a little bit of an adrenaline and uh, you, they get really comfortable. And if you make them comfortable while they're talking, then it kind of gives them room to loosen up a little bit. And I, I mean, you, you, you usually see that after you ask them a couple of questions or they, they say a couple of remarks. Usually, it's like, like I just said, like I said before we even started. It's like it's, it's their episode, it's your episode, and we just kind of here to to moderate a little bit.
0: Got gotcha. you. My my whole situation has kind of formulated itself into a big sh- group therapy. So it, I I, I kind of like it's like if your therapist had a sense of humor. That's kind of like what he was talking with. Um, I have people come in and we talk about very serious things. We can talk about very. Um, well, everything is serious to somebody in some form or fashion. Um, however, I just try to take everyone serious. I try to research as much as possible and ask questions. If if it doesn't come to the front of my mind, I try to represent what's not in the room. Um, so if I got a room full of if I got a room full of men, I try to present questions that women might want to present. And if I'm in a room full of women, I try to present questions that the comment section full of men would say if they were in the in the same room. And honestly, I try to respectfully challenge people, but do it in a way in which I'm not putting down their idea or the philosophical, um, the ideas about how they maneuver in life. And it really just comes from a, a place of being curious at times. No, no, that makes sense.
2: That makes sense. Curiosity for sure is there. I mean. The, like the platform is in general are cu- or about curiosity because people never know like what's going to come about the episode what we're going to talk about or uh how people are going to react to it
1: so no yeah i, I feel that 100 percent. but it's also good like like we want people to be involved like this like because like like when you think people are gonna be talking or they like get on and be shy and then they get on and be like confident and all that like we want that like we want people to be confident yeah, 100%. I'd
0: rather have a person that overtalks and you got to pull them back in and cut them off with a question to here or two versus a person that gets on and just says one word answers. That is painful. Oh my God, that's painful. And I don't know about you guys, but I've done my show. I've done a pre recorded show that where you see my set. And then I do live shows um, uh, weekly. And when you're working in front of a crowd, everything has to be like this it's just like pace, pace, pace. And you have somebody that's like very boisterous in one part of life and then they get in front of that microphone and they're very timid it is like talking to a kid on the phone bro
1: yeah yes definitely because yeah like we get that well we used to get that a lot where people don't really know what they want to talk about and we're like uh, me and jay like look on the side like dang come on gotta give us more but then eventually they warm up to us and people do, people do
2: warm up people do warm up for sure uh but it's great man i mean for the same reason that we started the podcast, people come on here to really, you know, kind of distress a little bit. And that's what it's for. I mean, you, you go about your everyday, and you are at work, you know, you really can have the conversation, conversations you want, either because of the environment you're in or the people you're around. And even with some of your friends, I know I'm only certain friend groups I can talk about certain things with, but I mean, we don't, we don't, um, we're away from, from many topics and we're kinda we're kinda open on exactly what we want to talk about. So it's like a safe place.
0: What's the and most salacious thing you've had someone say to you that caught you off guard? An episode? Yeah. And probably your whole last episode. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Bro. laughs> he was
1: really trying to put us on the spot, get us tied up too.
0: It was I don't know, it's just my natural thing though, but I I guess I, get, I don't know if I'm being problematic on purpose or it's just what I am.
2: No, it's it's not it's not problematic at all. I don't think that's the word for it. Mm-hmm. I'm just off guard like he really expecting me to say this right now or something. <laughs> no, I mean I don't know. It is I don't think there should be a, there's not a negative way about it at all. I mean, it's great. I mean, if not he wouldn't be once you back on the episode at and- <laughs> I want to be still trying to, you know, look at your content and everything. So no, it's it's all great. It's just everybody's everybody's different, It's, it's great. Have
0: yeah. you guys seen any trends when it comes to content creators and uh, all, all these different people that fulfill that that um, that are in this talk space? Is that how we went? Have you noticed any trends as far as the com- com- uh, communication, or, or is it just a lot of them but not in the monotonous same points being said over and over again? Um,
2: you talking about like from from. Platform to platform, or just like in a a specific platform?
0: Yeah, different platforms and speaking points that people presenting. Um,
1: I'd say for me, um, it's like it'd be kind of different because on every podcast they had different people on, so different people bring a different vibe to it.
0: That's fair.
2: Uh, Yeah, I haven't really seen any any trend necessarily, and honestly, I've been kind of off the the podcast thing like actually listening to other podcasts Mm -hmm. Uh, just recently last couple months probably so recently I haven't seen any any especially like after COVID there has there hasn't been anything big that I've seen um I yeah I feel like everybody kind of has their own their own style their own topics um so yeah and I when I do listen to podcasts I listen to a variety I mean sometimes I listen to you know economic political type podcasts or I listen to something funny to, you know, get me to work out or. Yeah. So it really, it really just depends. So I really haven't seen any too many trends. Have you?
0: Well, I've seen multiple, multiple things. And that's what I was saying before we, we you know, are we in pre-pro um, what I've seen in a relationship aspect. It seems as though a lot of the arguments that men and women are making against each other seem to become um, very monotonous and it seems like every angle has been taken as far as like someone makes a great statement right here and then someone comes up with another statement to counter that one two weeks later and that's what you see in captions and people are saying in different conversations uh, or via um like the shade room comment section arguments but what i was trying to figure out when all this stuff is said and done and it dust settles do you think all this conversation that has been started by men expressing themselves, women expressing themselves separately and and together. Do you think it's, it's done something for the better or worse?
2: I think I think it's for the better. I mean, I feel like, I guess if there was one thing that I have noticed, it's that a lot of people say, and especially for the Black community, we just don't talk enough. And mm-hmm. that's whether it's... Um, you know, black women and black men talking to each other, or black men and black men, black women black women, whatever the um, relationship might be. I feel like a lot of people, the podcast I listen to at least, um, are saying at least what we're doing and other black platforms is just getting us out there to, to talk more. And I think COVID kind of accelerated that with not being able to see each other face-to-face as much mm-hmm. and kind of forced us to be... Um, More virtual and let's get active is you know, a product of that. Whereas when COVID started is when we started our podcast because we weren't able to see each other face to face as much or at all at some points. So I think that is one trend, something I've seen. And I think it's for the I think it'll be for the better because I mean if you know you're in a different environment than we are as far as like location and what you do or whatever, but if we would ever would have started this podcast or you know, maybe COVID would never would have happened and forced us into this platform. We never would have met. And that goes for you and all of our other, you know, 50 something episodes. Those never would have happened. If the people that we've met, people that we've reached out to, you know, friends that I haven't talked to in months so I hit them up and be like, hey, let's get on the podcast to talk about blah blah blah, whatever. Um so I think I think I think it's for the better. Uh, like we just in general, we are talking more and and, you know, you just getting our thoughts out rather than ball them up. Uh, like, I mean, I can speak for myself doing the past.
0: Was Kevin Samuels dead when we did our episode last? Say it again? Was Kevin Samuels still alive when we did our last episode?
2: I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, I'm sure he was, yeah.
0: So, um, not too long ago, I participated in a, I, well, yeah, I participated in a Kevin Samuels documentary. Um, and that should be coming out pretty soon.
1: Okay. wait that was the movie
0: you did no that, that was another movie that was another that was a comedy there's a comedy slash romp. yeah it was a comedy i, I had a bit rolling that
1: all right mr do it all
0: i've been doing too much man it got me it got me burnt out pretty easily uh you know from i i did the movie it was a small role but i did it um i hosted the the movie premiere I've been doing my show, and then also I've been doing live shows. But in, and then also I did the Kevin Sanders documentary as well. And what I was, what the, what the documentary was surrounded by is not my production; it's my friend's production. However, I just participated in and helped uh, accumulate um, different voices for the for interviews. But in doing so and listening to some of the works, do you think women learn something from Kevin? from a a positive standpoint or they just took
1: the negative delivery i feel like they took more negative from him because like he's kind of bashing them in a sense Mm -hmm. and like every girl that i talked to about it or whoever brought up kevin seven was like oh yeah he i don't like kevin sevens kevin kevin samuels oh you support him like stuff like that i feel like that one took negative from him Mm -hmm. but like in actuality he kind of did say some like stuff you should take away from him
0: so that's that's what I wanted to get back into as far as the the idea of the question I brought up as far as. Um, people in this talk space in the manosphere or or just the red pill community, I guess. Do you think it has done more to help um, better communication and relationships? Because it, most most things don't get said until people start arguing.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, sorry, I say it didn't really help. Cause like you said, most things don't get said to the arguing. Like I said, when things should just come out and like wholesome and like in general, like if you feel this type of way, just talk to your partner about it. Type mm-hmm. of. Thing.
0: Well, the reason why I ask is because I've seen a lot of situations where I've had it done to me. I don't know if you guys had it done to you where a woman would say, um, well she'll cut somebody off or she'll stop talking about to to someone. Um, about a scenario or I should never bring up a scenario and say they know what they did. And it could be directly to me, or it could be to you could see them do it to a, one of their friends and you ask, why did you and so-and-so stop talking? And, they, and then they will have a response like they know what they did. No, they don't know what they did. It, from their perspective, the other person's perspective is you didn't voice your opinion. You didn't say what needed to be done. You didn't say what, how to, um, how to, how to build that emotional intelligence uh how to build that trust with, with uh within a relationship, so you just walking around expecting people to do something based on they need to know without you communicating that yeah um,
1: yeah go ahead
2: <clears throat> i I think if people did get a positive word from that, I think it's uh where I say word like being in church or something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but uh I feel like people did like, like Lamar said, he did say some off the wall stuff and Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, stuff that you know at this point we're in 2023. It's like some stuff is just not politically correct, you know what I mean? But you mm-hmm. think that if you take it with a grain of salt and take it for what it is and just listen to what some things that he was saying, regardless if you took it in a negative way or, or or a positive way, you still could have learned something. I mean, you can, one thing you can, people could have learned from her, like how some guys think, which even though he was saying some off the ball stuff, women could see, okay, like he wasn't a unicorn. I mean, I've heard people say the exact things that he was saying. So I guess, like I said, I think I think one thing people can oh, go, yeah. ahead.
0: go ahead. If you research the manosphere, there are like, maybe five, six versions of people that occupy the similar talking points and, and talk space that he occupied, they just do it to a different degree. What they do it with a different slightly different delivery. And then they also maybe appeal to a different um age group. So a younger version of him would probably be like Steph is Code. I don't know if you heard of him, Minister Jap, uh MTR Reviews. A lot of those guys seem to overlap and that's and then you probably saw a lot later where guys have collaborative in, uh, interviews and uh, episodes like this. Dr. Umar? Yep. <laughs> yeah, but it's a different scenario, though. And oh, I'm glad you brought that up. So I don't know why, but I w- I've been seeing so many people coming to my show and just listening to people talk in their uh, relationship dynamics, uh, talk about polyamorous relationships. Is that something that's pretty prevalent now where you guys are as well?
1: I would, say, I would say people more so monogamous, monogamy, really. I don't think they're really in politics with relationships.
2: I may have heard of it, but I don't think it's in, in, any more or less than I've heard in the past. So I don't. I wouldn't say it's more prevalent, uh, <coughs> I guess, in my circle or whatever right now. Okay. Well, but, you're, but you're also in Atlanta, so it's way different than
0: Texas. I might have. Texas, bro, this the whole. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a, bro. I grew up in the backwoods of the country, man. I'm cool with just having my old lady, you know, dudes don't play about that old lady. But, (laughs) but it's like now, even old ladies, they want an old lady for, you know, old lady too. They Mm -hmm. want a girlfriend too, or um, you have some women that are trying to manipulate. I won't say manipulate. That's a poor choice of words. They, they're trying to facilitate a relationship in which. A guy is okay with a, a man having um, to share her with multiple men. And then you have the men that are um, into, in, in, into polygamy where they want to have sister wives. And then you have different dynamics. And I'm still learning all these different dynamics. I thought it used to be one catch-all catch, catch all phrase, but there's so many different dynamics within it. It's, it's very convoluted is the best word I can come up with. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean-
1: that's really only in Atlanta, really, because, like, out in Texas, there's really only, like, one person you're with versus being with multiple people.
2: Well, yeah, like I said, I think, I think it's more prevalent in other areas, like, maybe more so, like, on the West Coast. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I've been to Atlanta before, so I would say that, that that market in general is a little different than Texas. Uh, we're about as Southern and traditional that you know, as, as you get besides... Like, I guess way up north, but yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't really speak to, to it too much because we, I don't see, I don't see it too much besides on like TV. Like honestly, if I hear about that here, that's like one out of everybody that I know, or two out of everybody that I know. I really don't see it as much unless it's like a Netflix show or something on reality TV.
0: Okay. What What about kinks? Do you have a lot of people bring a lot of kinks to your show? Because on the Atlanta late night show, boy. I- <laughs> I am catching like the, like, oh, that's what y'all doing in y'all house. Okay. Emphasis on late night, because <laughs> yeah bro, me. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> I swear. No, I, not, not really. But I, had, uh, I said, Lamar, you, you probably, I don't know what a person looks like, but some people have a look they're like, oh, they into some freaky stuff, right? And then you have some people that just look so unassuming. And then this, this woman that I had on, she was like, she's enamored with with playing with a man's butt. <laughs> and not only playing with it, but she wants to put things in it. Hey, yo. I'm so serious. And she, she mm-hmm. will not let it go. She is always a talking point. It comes up in every conversation that she has with a dude. And it, it was no different on that particular episode that she was on. It was like, whoa, this is, okay. This, this is what you want to talk about. This is your 15 minutes of shine. This is what we're going to listen to at this point. Yeah. No, I mean,
1: I going in my butt. No, to, no. to, to,
2: to each their to own, but yeah. I, I, I haven't seen any of that, nor witnessed any of that. <laughs> so, um,
0: Courtney and y'all smiles like, man, here he
2: go. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I can't even imagine somebody just like constantly wanting to bring that up. I don't know. I guess some people are more open with their stuff like that, and really, and really care less about it. But, nah, nah that's 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 nothing, nothing that I've seen. Things, so I did have someone you
0: gotta back make me. feel good now, actually, to be honest with you, because if you, once you, you know how like you get caught in a bubble, you feel as though everything is like that, and then you step outside the bubble, and then it's like okay, I'm not out the loop I'm not, because I'm me personally, I'm more monogamous I'm more, what they call vanilla so I'm not into that type of stuff, but it's always at my doorstep when people are talking on my show.
2: Yes, it'll do it, my boy no, so,
0: no.
1: On no. some random, uh, oh, I did have someone want to um, eat my <laughs> butt like a while back. Whoa! <laughs> I, Whoa what
2: happened? Wait, what was his name?
1: Hey, chill out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened? Um, what? It was like I want to say like t- three, four years ago. This girl was like so on to eating my butt, and I was like, I can't, I can't do it. But she seemed so fascinated in it. And I was like, nah, this us just not me. Was
0: she black, Asian, white? She's black. black. I
1: don't know. I was I, like, why I, you shake your head like, oh, yeah. she? Why you shake your head like that? Like, oh, yeah, I know she's black. I, I had a couple.
0: No, I had a, I had a couple girlfriends try to. They try to test you. And <laughs> what, what what I found when it comes to that is. What they did with the last boyfriend or what a boyfriend did with his last girlfriend, they bring it to their next partner thinking, I have to either come with the same energy or take you to the next level. And what it seems to me, this could just be my experience, certain women like to find an aspect of a man that has not been touched and try to bend, get him to bend to their will of some sort.
2: That's both sides, men and women, like, when you come to a relationship, you kind of want to you want to leave a positive impact on that person regardless if it's going to work out or not. And, like, you know, the best, uh, and, and everything.
0: That's so, the best impression in impaling someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, in, in general, though, like,
2: I, I really can't explain it, but. You're getting kind of nasty what you're trying to go down. What you talking about. No, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, even put the sexual stuff
0: aside, like, Say, in a positive way you want to put a, you want to leave a healthy impression like if if uh, someone didn't read you and you read you would like to put them to start reading because you do it
2: yeah or, like, yeah exactly like even if y'all don't not to work out that you uh-huh. be the person to be like man like they put me onto this like they impact my life in a positive way like this like so i, I feel like that's just i feel like women do that a lot too where you tell them something that you've never done before, like a place you've never done before, like they want to take you to that place or or, or do things with you that, we, that you've never done before. Just so, like, you know, <clears throat> they're the one, you know, they they fill those voids that you've had for, for those years.
1: Yeah, I'm not going I'm not going for that. Like if a girl put me on to something and then we break up every time I do that or like watch that thing or listen to the song or something, I'm going to be hurt. So nah, I'm not going for that.
2: I'm saying, but so you so you don't do that in relationships? You don't try to, you know, not not try to one up their last
1: person, but Well I do, but I don't want like them to do it back to me. Bro. Yeah, I can't, nah, I can't do
0: it. at least he's honest about it.
1: I can't do it. I can't like oh you put me on this show. Cause you know, remember that one time you're gonna, at, you're gonna like, simp
0: out, You already
1: know you're gonna simp out. Cause that one time at your crib, um I was watching that show. <laughs> chill out. <laughs> hey, chill out. What show you he's watching over here. Um.
0: Oh shit. Hey, what? What?
1: Oh, <laughs> now nah, that one show I was watching at your house, and you came in, you're like, "Damn, what you watching?" And I was like, "Yeah, I watched this, this old girl put me on." And you're like, "Ah, that's crazy." Um, the intergalactic show. Oh
2: shows? yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, I was in the fields. I was, that like, was, I was, over, I was over here cuddled up. On my
0: couch, he's thinking. Oh, he was hugging the pillow real tight? Yeah, walking. Well, I saw <laughs> the teeth coming in his face and everything. That's mm-hmm. funny. I mean, that's that's cool, though. I mean, that happens when you have an emotional investment with the person. That's to be expected. Um, If it was real, I would say if it's real, do you're going to have something like that.
1: Was it real, Lamar? Hey, hold up! y'all to put me on the spot again? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's
2: just a question, bro. Was it real? Was it real? How do you know when it's real? <laughs> yeah, though,
0: all of a sudden, huh? What how, do you, how, <laughs> how, do you, how do you
2: know? How do you know when it's real?
0: Yeah, how do you know when it's real? How do I know it's real? Um, yeah, like, okay. we're,
2: like we're, we're, yeah, what happens when y'all get to a point where you're like, all right, like she not like other females? You know what I'm saying? Like um, this, like this could be the one, you know?
0: So I consider myself to be in to have had three relationships now. Different women I've been with will not say that number is accurate, and they will say dated. But for me, dated versus being in a relationship is different for me.
2: Hey, snaps nice for that. That's a really hey snaps nice for yeah. that, man. Because that's they be trying to put stuff on you, like bro, I barely even know you.
0: <laughs> but that's when that's what happens though, because what's what's meaningless to one person is everything to another. And then I've had, um, I've been on the opposite side of it as well, where I felt more invested in the situation than the woman was. Now, I didn't call it a relationship. The, the three relationships that I count, as far as like, if you look at my credit score, like <laughs> as far as relationships, it was it was to the point where we were almost like married, if that makes sense. But, but I don't date people, I only date for the, the act of marriage. I only, I only date people when I'm thinking she might be my wife.
1: Yeah, I see what you Like you said, you had like a short amount of relationship. It was like, I feel like I'm the same way. Like I only dated or like been in a relationship with only a few people. Cause I like, went out and asked them out to be my girlfriend, but like outside of that, I only didn't really date, didn't really date nobody. Cause I didn't actually be my girl.
2: So already mm.
1: the question that every
2: woman is going to ask, we should listen to this podcast is, so why do y'all entertain the women if y'all know y'all aren't gonna date them? That's what everybody's gonna ask. And why 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 were why you with somebody that you don't you don't think you would date, or why were you hanging out with somebody, entertaining somebody you think you could date?
1: Simple, because I can. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you're just entertaining them. It's like getting the feel of them, filling them out, see if they' are worth it. Well,
2: like. I feel like it's not even that because it's. it's you know, you, you you gotta you gotta get to that point. I mean, you can't just go in full throttle. I'm want to take it slow, 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 slow. So Me too. I, I I gotta figure it out. Like, you know, I gotta find. You know, like a lesbian. I I I, I gotta I gotta I gotta figure out like you know, you know, could like could we live together? You know, like could could we make it past some hardships before we even get to the point? Because I'm not gonna be with you if if I haven't felt like we've gone through things that. Could be tested now some people think that's backwards some people think you start the relationship and then go through those times and figure it out but I'm not gonna lie I kind of see it as if I'm gonna give you 100% I need to know that we both give 100% and you know we we both have the same motives going forward and I don't have anything that's doubtful about you or you know what I'm saying I want to be sure so it's, it's I think I feel like there is a trial period a trial period What's
0: the entertainment? what's the entertainment period? What how long does that usually last? A couple of days, a couple of weeks, couple of months?
2: No, that? No time like, stamp, long that? <laughs> No time stamp, man. I feel like every every situation or situation ship has their has their has their timeline. I mean, it could be weeks, months. I mean every, I feel like it everything's gonna be accelerated. I mean I mean there's people that I've dated that we knew each other for a year or so before we even became serious. I knew people that, you know, it was two months. So, like, it really it really depends on the situation.
1: See, I'm glad you said situationship. That's that's better than saying um entertaining.
0: I say I feel like situationship is a better word for that. Whatever happens whatever you sleep at night, bro. What, what, <laughs> what happens situationship, though? Does what? that mean you got some cheeks and then somebody caught feelings and you didn't reciprocate the feelings?
2: Like you're saying, why you it ended or what what happened during?
0: Like what happens in a situation ship versus y'all y'all hanging
2: out y'all hanging out. And I know the next question they're gonna ask is, are y'all seeing other people while you're in a situation ship? And I so feel like it it depends on. It depends what you put on the table. Well, I think I think it depends on.
0: Like I said table.
2: How it depends on how serious are you with that person? Like, so, I don't know, but. I- I feel like that that's that's the time where you're figuring out, is this somebody that I could be with? Is this somebody that you know, we're hanging out, you know, no 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 strings attached, no titles, whatever. And you're just like, Yeah, you know, this just no, this, this the homie. this the homie. This time figure not homie and friend, but like homie is like that's you no, know, that's that's my you know what I'm saying? Your homie. <laughs> you
0: said a whole lot of nothing in there, a whole
2: lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to, trying to uh, use my words
0: uh, in the best in the best way. I'm not hurt, bro. It's cool. You can be, you can be honest here. <laughs> you hear it. <laughs> so so the question is, when we're when, when having all these different talks and listening to men and women talk in these different spaces, you feel as though people are playing the field and they're playing it like a game versus it actual having real world repercussions at times do you guys feel as though you had women try to make you compete with other men um that you're aware of or that you're unaware of
1: i feel like you're more unaware if you're competing like you say for instance you talking to a girl she might have like two or one of other guys she's talking to on the other end but you wouldn't really know so you're doing stuff like taking her out to eat and stuff like that but you really know if you're competing with someone because mm-hmm. you tell a guy up straight up like hey you compete with this guy me personally i'm like no it's good you can go with him type thing versus her telling me versus her not telling me it's like, okay i don't know mm-hmm.
2: yeah like for for me there's two ways looking at it and one way is exactly how Lamar said it. If I don't know I'm competing, then I then I don't know. But I would not compete knowingly. Like as far as me trying to outdo another man to get a female, that would never be me. Now mm-hmm. another way I look at it is if I if, if this somebody that I really don't see myself with and we just kicking it, mm-hmm. she also kicking it with other people, I could care less. Right. Well. I could care less because that's not you know we we hang out whenever we have time for each other but we're not with other people and that's just how I see it so it's it's two ways of looking at it and I really it comes down to like what what's the long term goal of the person.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I don't think I've ever been in a position where someone knowingly told me I was competing. It's just it's like a known unknown. Um, sure. Point. No, and that's yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of. To that extent, in certain conversations, I've had no, no, no. I had one woman. She lied and told me I was competing with somebody else, and I was like, okay, well, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. But we ended up having a six-year relationship.
2: And somebody told me I was competing. And I was like, I hope I lose. <laughs> I do. I don't want to win. What am I? What am I? Want to win for? Is you already you already starting a relationship fifty percent out? Like,
0: well, yeah. That, that I mean, well, I think there's a the the disconnect that comes with that is. Both men and women do it on both sides to either side, right? And I think it may be it may be a symptom of so many dating shows where you have so many people compete like competing quote unquote for love, and you feel as though you take the emotional away from it. And to say instead of some uh, me and and you and this person uh, developing feelings for each other. I'm beating out these other competitors. And that's that's going about things the wrong way. Because it's a lot of times people will win the prize but don't like the prize.
2: Yeah. Well I guess but what about what about this scenario? So like, you know, just met a female or female, whatever, and I mean y'all, you know, not really there, but she you the game, you know what I'm saying? And you trying you're trying to you trying, trying to get with that. But she also talking to other people. In that way, you, you are competing, it's, but it's, it's, it's not more so she's like, okay, like, I, I need you to work harder and I need him to work harder so I can figure out who I wanna be with. It's more so like you getting active to try to get with a female mm-hmm. and you like, then he really is applying pressure. Like, I don't know who to choose. Now, that's, that's a competition that I don't
1: mind it being. Because yeah. that's different. <laughs> she not thrown in your face that she's talking to other people? Like you need to compete. It's more so like. Really,
2: it's the same situation because at the end of the day, she, you are in competition with another person. No, uh, I guess is I guess what it's down to is, you know, I guess I guess your view of it, you know.
0: But yeah, that's why I was going back to like it was saying it was a known. It's like it's a known unknown at that point. But the problem that comes with that as well. And I've, um, I've, I've explained this to, to women in my life in person. Um, when they would talk about, oh, well, I, I, I will ask her, um, I will ask, I will say, hey, why did you choose this guy over this guy when you talk to him at the same time, right? And then she said, well, he was applying pressure. And then you start asking follow up questions, right? And you would say, okay, what was the applying pressure part? And she was like, well, he made time, he planned dates, we went there and we went there and we went here. And then I started asking, okay, what was going on with him in this time in his life? Was he was he working? <clears throat> was he working? Was he very busy with his business? And a lot of times, the situation, the guy that had the most free time wins out. Yeah. But but the person that has the career, the job, multiple businesses got going on, they could have been not saying always. They could have been a better option. But sometimes people say. Making time is the applying the pressure, but a person that's a bum that got nothing but free time has nothing but time to give you. So it looks like they're applying pressure when they really got nothing but time.
1: I feel like that comes down to the women, I guess. Like
0: it's because people like predators. When when you say, "Oh, you look at the wild predators know how to hunt." Yeah. The reason why people are good at lying and scamming is because they do it all day. They know how to present. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Are you preaching? Do you preaching? All
0: right. I, I, I it happens both ways. It, it happens It happens on both sides of it. But, but when you're talking about uh, applying pressure versus someone that actually has a, a very viable plan of how to communicate and, and make and develop a relationship, you have a scenario in which you have to look at scenario you have to look at consistency just like when we're going back to talking about situationships and stuff like that when you when you look at a person's behavior on when they're up when they're down what's the median that's what you're most likely going to get that's true
2: yeah yeah like i said I, i i think it really just comes down to the person that's applying pressure and then how the person that's getting applied to handles the situation like, are they making it known? Or are they not making it known? And then there's a person applying pressure? do they care? <laughs> you know, do they care at all? Do they care that you're talking to other people? Um, or are they consciously making a fight? Like, I'm going to be the better person. Like, I'm going to win this competition.
0: So it, it really depends. It really depends. Have you had a woman win you over and then when you got her, you may you made, you made if she made you want to start talking back to the women that you uh you chose um I'm sorry that you didn't choose when before you got you got with her nah
2: because I'm I'm very strategic in every I will uh, I'll take that back I <laughs> I try to be very strategic and and mindful of most decisions that I make especially when it comes to my personal life so there was something I was even slightly interested in that wasn't what I had then. Then uh, I ain't like ain't no ain't no second guessing it for me at least. But I I've heard that some people are, and I feel like that's why some people do cheat, is because they're still curious. You yeah. know, what 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 could have been or that I make the right decision? Actually, my cousin, shout out to my boy Josh. <laughs> my cousin uh sent me this thing on on Instagram. It was like, I guess it was this guy. In, in bed with his girl, whatever. They were just chilling, and he. It was like, uh, what? What did it say? It was like when you when you back when you just got back with your girl, but you second guessing getting back with your girl. It's like, yeah, I don't know. So it's like I I don't I don't try to I don't. I well, haven't to I don't look back on on nothing like that at all. At least I don't try to.
1: Got gotcha. you. I'll say that you have to spend, like, some. I guess some situations, though, like, are, like, you have to, I don't say you have to go back, but I feel like some things you have to keep an open eye out for, like, say for instance you date someone, like, two years back, y'all break up, boom, 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 two years later, y'all still kicking in, still in touch, and y'all still chop it up. I feel like situations like that, y'all can still, like, stay cordial, or even still t- mess around, talk, whatever, because you never know, that might be your one type of thing.
0: I don't talk to exes.
2: What you mean? Like even like when you're single?
0: When I'm single right.
2: talking to people, yeah, whatever.
0: Okay, when I say exes, I mean women I've been in like full blown relationships with. Um yeah, we don't talk because most in most most scenarios we end it for a very was very tumultuous ending or we don't need to be in each other's life. Okay. And
2: see, go ahead. I don't say see I don't either, but I never really ended. I guess I don't really, you know, a certain point. I don't really count like when I was younger relationships because some of those were.
0: I dude. mean, yeah, it's, yeah.
2: Actual, actual relationships, I don't. But um, I never really had a relationship that ended in a negative way. Like, like I could be friends with anybody. It's just, you know, I know I know my boundaries though.
0: Yeah. For me, it's, it's the boundaries. And also, you already know what's going to happen with that person unless even if they have a very, let's say there's a five year period in which you guys used to have that thing versus now, right? Most people are not going to change that much unless they, even if they have a very big evolutionary period in their life, they're not going to be so far from what, what you got when you had them.
2: No, thanks. And no, but if you, if you if you were talking like talking like that, I thought you just mean like be single for whatever amount of time and they happen to hit you up. Oh my I wouldn't mind having a conversation being cordial. But no, I wouldn't I wouldn't no, nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go back to no ex, no. Nah. No, nah, I wouldn't even though I haven't had like a relationship end on a bad like a really bad term, in in, in my in my eyes, it hasn't been bad. But no, nah, but I, I I still wouldn't go back because I feel like I end it ended for a reason. I wouldn't mind being cordial and hey like how you doing, whatever if you know, I had no ties to anybody, but no, it's, um, that's dead. Like,
1: I don't, I don't go back like that. It's dead. It's, uh, How you have to say in your uh, eyes every time. Like,
0: no, uh, because, uh, okay, so like I said, I, I count three relationships I've been in, right? Two of them, we won't talk. We don't have a reason to talk. We have no ties together. And I don't see us being friends, but I also didn't see us being friends if we weren't in relationships either, right? so the other one we were good we ended things in a very uh mature fashion right and it wasn't it was bad on both parts it wasn't a bad breakup it was just so much time was there so there's a lot of feelings there we were able to stay cordial and talk throughout the duration after giving us some time and it was but it was worse for her than it was for me when she explained that later on so when he says in my eyes it may not have been as bad for him, but if, but on the other side it could have been oh that really hurt, but but you won't yeah. you won't know until they tell you what someone else tells you.
2: No, true too, but I'm saying like and that's true, but also I'm saying like I've seen people have really bad breakups,
0: mm-hmm. even though I haven't had a really bad breakup. I'm glad to say that.
2: And that's what I'm saying, like I've had a really bad breakup, so in comparison. I don't think that anything that I've been through has been bad. Like, you know, I never, like, really sat and got upset about it. You know, it is what it is. I mean, I might have been in my feels for a little bit, but that's because, like you said, there's a lot of time there, a lot of effort, a lot of, you know, commitment to it. But it it wasn't like it was like anything really, really bad. So that's why I said in my eyes, anything that I've been through hasn't been bad in comparison to things that I've seen, because I've seen people being some really bad situations that made two people split up.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, let's this, this, this shift off the relationships a little bit. Um have you Have you guys noticed the uptick or what what is the situation like out in Texas with so many people from California moving down there as far as um, bringing their ideas and philosophies? because I know Texas is notorious for being so conservative, but you have a lot of liberal people coming to Texas. Have you seen it uh, start to trans like showcase itself in, in as far as the gun laws? uh what what are in schools and philosophical uh philosophical differences when it comes to the LGBTQ plus IA community?
2: Um politically I haven't seen really anything when it comes to you know maybe you know, maybe when it comes to like you know preservation of gas, you know our our outputs when it comes to everyday use, like our cars and everything. I mean mm-hmm. you you see that but that's just that's just travel that and that and that's just times. You know, people were catching up with the with the East and West Coast as far as the technology and everything and the more usage of it. Because, like I said, we are one of the probably most most traditional areas in America. But um, I would say it's getting expensive. You know, you have a lot of these a lot of these major. And in Texas, it's, it's in a spurt. So you see it, you know, Houston ports, that area, you see a lot of stuff blown up. Then You'll see in Austin. Uh, A lot of tech industries are coming there because, I mean, in Texas, at least I call Austin the LA of uh, or the California of Texas because you you see Tesla and Amazon and, you know, everybody's building out there. Meta, everybody's building out there and, you know, it's, it's getting expensive. I had a coworker today say that, you know, her boyfriend lives probably about 15, 20 minutes from me. But his rent got so much higher because HP and Exxon just built a whole factory there. And once they built their factory there, his apartment, their department decided to move their rent because all the extra income they're going to get from all those high earners getting out there. So mm. I, I have seen a little bit of it. Um, just Texas trying to be. Just keep up with other parts of the country and not you know, be like the grandpa of the United States. But
1: that, that's, that's basically what I've seen. Yeah, I haven't really seen much on it, so I don't really know.
0: Do you guys foresee a lot of uh, jobs being taken by AI yet, or do you, do you see things in place where the, you see the groundwork of being laid already?
1: Yeah, I've seen that a little bit. I feel like some jobs will be, because like AI, like you can sports bet using it, uh, take away, uh, you can um, create logos and stuff with it. So I see kind of where it can take away a lot of jobs. But Entertainment too. Huh?
0: Yes. Entertainment
1: too. Yeah, like, I see a lot of jobs being taken away from it, but at the same time, I feel like it might be debunked or something where you can see in the long run that it might not work.
2: Yeah, right. I, I, see it, I see it on two, di- two, uh, two different ends of the spectrum. So, one, I see it, how you were saying, like, the labor and um efficiency in some industries. Yeah. It could be. And like, I've seen it in like, you know, I've seen those coffee shops where there's nobody working there, and somebody just built like a robot, and they're giving everybody orders and they're uh, serving everybody. I mean, I've seen bars that where it's just a robot, and they're making people's drinks, and there's literally nobody working behind you. Pay with your card. It's cashless. Um, so I've seen a lot of stuff like that happening. On the other end, I see it, you know, banking as Historically been a, a a customer face-to-face type business where, you know, before there was even like a loan committee, there was, you know, handshake agreements to for loans and, and repayments. So kind of what I'm getting to is there's a lot of people in some industries that they still want to have the face-to-face. Yeah. Regardless of all the technology, you know, you have ATMs now, you have online banking now. But you know you have all that stuff where you don't you don't have, even have to come to the bank anymore. You don't even have to have, actual bank account. Everything can be online. Like your bank doesn't even have to have a footprint anywhere, besides online. But people still, but people still want to come and see people inside the bank. They want to be able to see people. They don't want to be listening to, a recording after pressing.
0: Yeah, that trust. Right? On the color, do you think AI could make a more level playing field when it comes to redlining uh people of color getting approved for loans where it's just looking at your banking activity unless they unless we actually find somebody writing a, a racist algorithm
2: oh in, in some aspects yeah i mean uh yeah in some aspects i mean i work at a place that we have a great culture i mean every, everything is good there it really comes down to like what kind of money you got, man? Can you, can you pay us back or not? So, you know, I, I can see how in a smaller markets where, you know, maybe smaller towns, home, um, traditional, more traditional, old, older towns, mm-hmm. that might be a problem if you can get what I'm, what I'm trying to say. But um, I, I, I think it could for sure. But I think it'd be more on the personal side. So I work on the commercial side, whereas we're working with more businesses and like i said i mean if you're if we say yes to you it's because you know you you have enough capital to we have what we're looking for but when it comes to more personal i i I definitely could see that you know it it goes back to um just opportunities in general like not even talking about loans just opportunities that different races have or have not had in the past so i think that it, it it could make a difference in the future yeah
0: Okay, that's fair. Now, what about killer robots, killer AI? You think it's gonna become uh, aware of itself and start saying, yeah, the, "The humans are the enemy"? Like I robot or something? <laughs> no, actually, it's yeah. I, actually, was, I, was, I, I am. Wait, what's the Will Smith movie? I am, I, Le- I am robot.
1: No, nah, I, I robot. I am. I, I
0: am like, I
1: Yeah, it's I robot. Yeah. Robot.
0: yeah. Well.
1: And I don't know. Yeah. I don't star or something know. like that. Robot movie, too.
0: Well, there, the 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 Godfather. I don't know if you've seen it. I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. But he he quit his company and he's been going on this pretty much a press run talking about the dangers of the A.I. And how we need to get off of it before it's too late, because it's only so long before the A.I. looks at human beings as a as a as a threat. To its existence uh, did you guys see the did you guys see the the robot that wrote a program to pretty much terminate itself
1: no I't see that
0: so there's a robot that had an AI uh integration into it, and what it essentially ended up doing was it once it realized its its whole entirely and his its its whole existence was going to be work without any breaks until an endless amount of time, the program rewrote itself to terminate.
2: Really?
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> a lot of people found that to be funny because it's a robot killing itself. Oh, I don't want to work a job. Okay. Human beings can relate to that, but how 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 long or has it happened already we the public isn't aware of it if that that program rewrites itself and says i don't want to do this in in order for me to get out of this task instead of self-terminate i need to terminate the person that's in charge of it human Mm. being see i don't know man because i don't
2: i don't know that that much about ai and i I try not to get too deep into it because of stuff like that and but i think it
0: it could be huh i said you like sleeping at night yeah I think that's what I've been trying to look at, and and most people kind of get caught up into the whole. Uh, it's not necessarily going to be a doomsday AI or, or robots versus human beings. I'm more so trying to get people to think about what happens if it's only the rich and the absolute poor, because there's no middle class because there are the, uh, so many jobs have been taken. And if you have, um, if you have uh, the only jobs that are available are people that are working on AI and and the service and repair of it, um. What happens to all the other people that don't have anything to do? It's only so much you can get off the ground as an entrepreneur if you don't have people that have money to circulate things. So there's gonna have to be there's gonna have to be something to do with the with the the former middle class.
2: Yeah. I can't remember who who said this or where I heard it, but there was a guy that way back, I don't even know how 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 old or how uh, how long ago it was, but he was saying that the last World War, the World Wars were fought with guns and knives, or whatever. And mm-hmm. next World War is gonna be fought with sticks and stones because of how things are gonna change, technology stuff is gonna change. And I can kind of see that happening if, we I mean, not actually, but um, we're good to go to a state like that, you know, where, like I said, people lose their jobs because of AI, GDP goes down, become one of the weakest countries because we don't have any income coming from anywhere. How people are gonna pay their debt and everything, and just gonna be thrown onto our, our government? Then
0: I, I just saw a Confederate flag, and you, because you said said in a very articulate way, "The South shall rise again." <laughs> 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 no, but I'm, I'm
2: saying like it's all it's all gonna be a domino effect where people gonna lose their jobs. You know, our whole GDP. In income, everything's going to go down. You saw what happened in COVID. I mean, we went we went into a recession because people couldn't go out and do anything. Jobs mm-hmm. were out of money. People couldn't pay their loans. Companies couldn't pay their loans. Nobody could pay their rent. Everything was just going down. Depl- I mean, demand went down. Supply went. Everything just blew up. So, like you said, it's going to be are very rich and very poor. And that kind of to go back to the terminology where I said. The last couple wars are going to be fought with. You know, guns and knives, the next one's gonna be fought with sticks and stones because you're not gonna have any, anything left to give. And we it's gonna be like more like a communist state.
0: Mm. I think that'd be better or worse as far as politics goes.
2: Worse because we we pride ourselves on
0: independence, uh, free, free, tra-
2: free trade, democracy, you know, freedom of speech. Everything that we've known is gonna be gone. Everything we've known, even like when it comes to currency, you know, they're already trying to get rid of, you know, the paper money and the coins and go to crypto and and um, online usage. I mean, we're already used. I don't even keep. I used to keep cash. The middle school and high school, I didn't have much, but I used to keep cash on me. And now it's like I got three cards in my in my bank, like in, in my in my wallet, and that's all that's all I use. Yeah. Exactly. And. You know, where money isn't even going to be an actual, it's just going to be a number. Like, I was thinking about this the other day, where, like, you get paid every, however, say, you get paid every two weeks. You never see that money. All you see is a, a number that goes up in your bank account. You never see it. You never see it. Well, like, when, when, unless you go out into the bank and say, hey, I want to pull out all my money. That's the only time you're ever going to see it for your in your whole life. Yeah. We're, we're, we're already getting to that point.
1: Hey, man. j for 2028 president coming soon.
0: Hey, I don't have the answers, man. You know.
1: Just, I don't have the answers.
2: Like, what have we seen? There's literally what we've seen the past couple of years. Well, I,
0: I, well, I kind of noticed it when, when when dope boys don't have their money phone anymore. When There's, there's going to be cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when I start
2: to worry. Well, i I seen it when There's a I was out I can't remember what city I was in Austin or Houston maybe Dallas I don't know and uh, I think I was at a Walmart and there was a guy I mean I assume he was homeless you know how he looked and he was like hey man like can I can I have some can I have some change and I was like I really at this point I was like yeah I don't keep cash anymore so I was like nah man I don't got no cash on me he was he was like oh I got cash out (laughs) but so he got a whole phone he had an iPhone he had an iphone
1: he said hey don't worry i got cash
2: I'm out homie he said i got cash out mm-hmm. so i'm like he said, they're I'm serious too. Serious, like they're serious like you can't even tell the people the little vendors the uh, people that be asking you for money when you be walking in the mall or something that like no i don't, I don't got cash oh so you got cash out Vimo? i'm like nah bro i don't got that either man i don't even got a phone <laughs>
0: <laughs> when they hit you with the barcode real quick man let me hit you right here. like yeah, come on man that's you're wilding at that point but I don't know, it's kind of it's kind of it's fun to think about but it's also nerve-wracking at times as well because the uncertainty is also um full of fear for certain people and certain dynamics but it's also full of optimism for others um and if you want to look look into it a little deeper i wouldn't say maybe COVID was a a very good sample size of how we could end up and we might have to prepare for that again but before you guys kick me off um <laughs> we, got, we got plenty of time man okay okay um how you guys feel about how you guys feel about all the trans rights uh have you guys do you have an uh, influx of that into the school system or even in in the workplace the what the what rights trans rights Oh uh
2: honestly it hasn't really even like came across my my life honestly like is there I don't feel like it's really impacted me in, in, in any way like job personal life um actually you know what I take that back well no um i have somebody that was talking to me today about so they said they went to a um uh, was a female she said she went to a gay bar and she was saying that you know that. Is female like, a
0: cuss word now? Said, what? Is female a cuss word? I've heard, I've seen online where women say female is a cuss word now.
2: was the more, the, was the better way to, to
0: say like. i fee- I've, I've seen women say men saying female is like saying the b word. It's just a nicer word to say and when in place for
2: I've said female my whole life because I feel like that's better than saying like girl or like you know, any other derogatory way. So, i I said female since I was middle school, like... Right?
1: I can it's see funny. where some will get mad. I can see where some can get mad about calling girls females or, like, saying females in general so that, like, I see, like, addressing them by their name, I guess. But mm-hmm. I'm calling them B-word and I'm saying, like, in general, I'm, not, I'm talking about a group of like, a female, like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't see nothing wrong with it, but I do see, like, where some girls might want to be called by their name.
2: I guess it, for me it's a gray area. If I'm talking about somebody that's I don't consider like a younger girl, mm. then I guess I could say woman. There is a woman. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more that's too. It's in the gray area of girl and like way too political um, politically politically correct in saying like woman. So it's like people yeah. in between.
0: Yeah, because as a man, they kind of put you in, in creep territory, right?
2: Exactly. So it's like, yeah. So we can't win. Yeah. <laughs> we can't
0: win all we can do
2: is try but um no like i was saying there was somebody a female woman girl whatever you want to say that was at a at a gay bar and she said that there was um when she walked into the restroom she said she doesn't think about this when she goes to like regular bars but when she went to the restroom where she had like any gender in there Mm -hmm. and there was a transgender Woman, is that how you said?
0: A uh, a man that transitioned to a woman.
2: Yes. A trans woman. Okay. She her and then uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so <laughs> but like she walked into the restroom the girl the woman I'm talking about and uh like instantly felt that she had to an extra alert because the person was like six two, you know and. She didn't know. She didn't feel safe because... It was, she,
0: it was on the elves who were there?
2: I can't remember, but she just said she didn't know. Not that she didn't feel safe because she thought something was going to happen. She just didn't know how to interact or what to think because she'd never been in that environment before. Mm-hmm. So, I've, I've seen that too. But that's really the only time. It's crazy that was actually today I had that conversation randomly, but... That's the only time I've really seen it.
0: Did they have an interaction at all? Or was she just mostly... Well, mm-hmm. she realized the fact that she was in foreign territory because you see someone six foot two swallow up and clearly transition. Um, or I guess the transition hasn't... The hormones haven't taken the masculine traits away from them. Yeah. At, um, so, did she have an interaction with him? No. No? Okay.
2: But then like you can also see it on the other end where there's a place like that, that the restrooms or wherever has no gender and or even say that it did, it did have a gender, and there was um a woman that was transitioning to a, a male, and they automatically seem, even though but there's but there's still a woman, right? So they're still mm-hmm. in the same restroom, but it's like like how, like how do you like how do you how would they interact in that situation too so but i haven't seen it personally just stories that
1: i've heard recently that heard my mom like wait what i'm trying to like figure out which one you're talking about so but got it now but the
0: process of transi- transitioning as a to a man still went to the women's bathroom that's what they- yeah, right. yeah. So at
2: the end of the day, it was like a smaller, petite person in stature that mm-hmm. looked, that also looked like a masculine man. Yeah. So they went to the restroom. And like, what if what if that was to happen? You know.
0: So I, from listening to all the people I've interacted with that that are so much well versed than I am in that in that area, I'm still learning, and I'm still, and I'm, that's why I have these conversations. So either I'm either giving information or I'm receiving information but from that perspective it seems like they seem like they felt safer going into a women's bathroom because it's the most most of the violence comes from men when it comes to transgender people nice, nice, nice. So that does make sense but also I can I can also empathize with the lady that felt away seeing a six foot two trans woman in her bathroom when she didn't have any um, she didn't have any idea what was going to happen, but in her mind and in, in what I've seen in, the, in her mind is one thing and I think we can all understand what she may have been thinking from a safety standpoint, but the trans community would say they, she still, she didn't respect that person as a, as a woman. So yeah. she didn't even feel any, any presence of danger, but just just understanding big dog, little dog and on the end of the crossing the street, you don't know what's what until it's there. Yes. No, matter mean, it's the, it's no, no, no matter the gender that's been assigned to, to be respected as.
1: This, you just got to just treat everybody with respect and like that type of thing because you never know what anybody like. Um, anybody can be in the door, out the door, like whatever. like And you can see somebody regular and they can turn around and be a trans or something like that. Like you see all the time with trans girls or um, guys that turn to women so whichever that is, that they actually look like normal people you never really know. So I feel like you just treat everybody with respect and if that's not your type of thing, just don't go down that road, really.
0: So is that something you see a lot out this, there? This is was a little more cut dry. <laughs> Now, I, most people would like to, like, make this thing with, you know, the most inflammatory names with Steph, LeBron, you know, bigger stature NBA players, right? Let's say Dwight Howard, he's at the tail end in his NBA career to the point where he's playing overseas. Let's say someone of his stature transitioned over and went to play in the WNBA. Based on most comments, um, they will be welcoming of a trans woman coming to play in that league. Really? to be a tremendous gap in physical play and our physical dominance we've seen it across trans trans women competing with women natural born women i don't know if i said that correctly in sports and there seems a like, there's a great disparity uh, discrepancy in how things play out because what one thing that i, I find the most um Troubling is is the inconsistency of the messaging when I listen to that community in particular, because I've only heard people advocate for trans women competing with women. I don't see a lot of people advocating for trans women competing with, uh, I'm sorry, trans men competing with men and it being a problem because of sheer domination. That would be a thing, right, if it's all equal. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Well, I don't I don't. I guess
2: I've disagreed on what what I've seen. I I've seen the opposite. I don't I don't see that happening at all. Like and maybe like I said, maybe because I'm in Texas and like it's just not something that's. I think it's gonna happen anytime soon because of that reason. The peer domination. I might say peer, but I feel like the overall domination and um, you know. It's just it's just, two, it's just two two different people, man. And when he, when it comes to comparing men and women in this sports, like even basketball is one one of the few sports that is for the most part played the same exact way. Like same same sport, right? Yeah. And Dwight Howard box up, Brittany Guerra on the block. It, like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like it's even though it's the same exact sport, those. Those sports are played completely different when it comes to men and women as far as physicality, play style, yeah. you know, game playing. Because men play the game way different than women and women play the game way different than men. Um, you know, not saying the women's game isn't aggressive, but the men's game is more aggressive um, and just different types of players. Um, I mean, a six-four. A uh, woman in WNBA that's a center, So six 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 seven. You know, here we got six seven point guards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's to, I feel like it's totally different, and basketball might be a different type of thing because every sport doesn't have seven footers. But I I don't see that. I feel like if it was to happen, there'll be a test, and it will fail, and we go back to how how was how how was. I was going right now because I just, I just don't see. It. That's
0: fair. Right. Yeah. Man in black, which one? <laughs> I feel like a shadow over there.
1: Hey, chill out. It's getting dark over here. But nah, I don't really have no input because I I feel like like it's like another of those thinking things like what if or like type of thing like. Why? Huh? March on the box out of female. That's why. I hey, chill out.
2: <laughs> hey, hey Lamar, we can kind of attest to that though because so me and Lamar played on the women's Texas a and women's club team. I mean, the club team. Um,
1: the basketball team. Yeah, it's
2: well, like- we, were, we, we were practice players on the Texas a and women's basketball team. Okay. And we practiced against. I mean, I think they were ranked at that point, and we had a, a girl named Kennedy Carter who was number three draft pick in the WNBA on the team that year. So we were practicing against her every every day in practice. Okay. So, Want to talk about the country? So, and it's different man it's it's totally it's totally different. and the reason why so. the reason why the men teams have men's players players and women's teams have men's practice players is because they use the men, even I mean these these aren't my words. these are what the coaches words used to be that they're like if, if they're like if we if we can be as aggressive as these practice players are playing, then we should be as as more aggressive than the girls we're going to play in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And we're not we not, not be as tall as some of those girls, or in shape as as some of those girls, or you know have the skills some of those girls. But overall, you know, I don't think they will be be a bust at the gym. I think it'll be a close competition. I mean, there are some days we... It went crazy at practice,
0: yeah,
1: know
2: about it, and those top you no know, top girls, but there's some days where they hand it to us, so it's like you kind of see it you kind of see it firsthand and playing some of the best girls in the country every day in practice
0: yeah, I respect that uh, I, I also remember when her powers, she was um I think it was it was noted that she was always training with men so it was easier for her to go dominate the women when she trained when she actually got into the to the cage yeah, yeah thanks
2: no 100 i can i can definitely see that i can definitely see that
0: yeah so uh you got you got you got another talk that you want to cover <clears throat> excuse me no i think that was it i think
1: that was because was... <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to get paid on the spot uh, Ask him a question. Metaverse. Say it
0: again. Did we talk about the metaverse? Um, not today, no. Um, you you brought it up when you talking about the tech companies, but are you talking about? Have you have you done anything in the metaverse? I've seen people do comedy shows. I've seen uh, metaverse podcasts, and I've seen um, I've seen people just walk around pretty much like like it's the Sims, yeah. but metaverse version. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, haven't, I, haven't I, I haven't been in it, it
2: Yeah, I haven't been in it, but I think that is something that we're gonna start going towards when it comes to, um, you know, the 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 office, the real estate market is something that is gonna be not non-existent, but very very, um, what's the word for it? Just not in a place that it has been in the last ten, fifteen years because of people not going back to work. So for that, for that. For that reason, I think that there are going to start being work from home. You know, instead of getting together in the office, why why even have an office where we can all virtually just get online and have a conference call? And I mean, even I mean, in the metaverse, that's and that's just like using what we're using right now, you know, Skype, Zoom, webex. But I think taking it to the more extreme where you have people that like you, you make your little sim. I mean, you walk around the office, go talk to whoever you want to talk to. I mean. It's really the same thing as being in the office besides the physical part of it. You do everything you can do already. Do you, do you work from home? You can talk to people. You can have conversations, host meetings. So I think that is the direction we're going down. It's just some people do prefer the face-to-face and those people are the people that owns those office buildings.
0: <laughs> year one and year, year two, probably the best years to be in that field that has that in, in, integrated into the system. But after that, it's going to be problematic as hell because um, I know with me and transportation and logistics, they they already have um, cameras in place when they're using AI, where they're tracking eyes. Uh, if your eyes go this way, your eyes go that way, if it, if it stays fixed in a certain amount of time, they're sending you all those reports and then they're really? reviewing it now you put that in a cubicle you put that in, into systems outside of just tracking what a person does on a computer as far as their output that's going to be very problematic and it's scope. it's probably going to cause a lot more people to re- quit in rebellion but uh, but ultimately they gonna it's going to be so it's going to be so widespread it's going to become normalized and people have to deal with it which might send a surge in productivity but also ultimately i think you're going to find more people have more mental health uh, issues as far as what what the companies expect versus uh, what they're getting. Yeah, because I've I've seen it already
2: where you know there's a chat feature on something that we use at the software that we use at work, and someone had told me that they're already tracking or able to track how we use the chat feature, how much we use the chat feature, at what times we use the chat feature, and who we're talking to the most frequently and that, I mean, that really can tell everything, like, I mean, it it, it says when you're, it says when you're at your desk, it says when you're away, it says when you're in a meeting, it already already tells you all that stuff, all that stuff is already in the program, like, going live, I mean, has been going live, Um, Mm -hmm. so I think all that integration and AI and data is already being used, it's just in ways that are going to cause, like you said, a little bit of corruption, or not corruption, uh, I guess, um, rebellion.
1: That's crazy, so, like, speaking of this whole metaverse and stuff, do y'all think it's going to go, like, I don't think it will, but do y'all think it will return to, like, Tron or, like, Ready Set Player One, like, where you live in these, or you live in real life, but you go into this um, metaverse or whatever, and you can, like, go anywhere pretty much, do anything and stuff?
2: I think it's already it's
1: already like that. know okay. yeah. No, I'm saying like everybody is like pretty much everyone, and then you all go into a game or something. Pretty much.
0: The more specialized and the more, more normalized it becomes, you're gonna see a lot more people have that. When it's kind of, I, I kind of look at it like the old Facebook, right? Facebook was a cool thing on the block until everybody and their aunties and uncles made accounts, right? And then everyone, all the youth went to Instagram and Twitter. And then um, when the older generations hop on to that, the, young, the youth create something else. But when you start to get the older people into the metaverse, you can. there's so many different ways you can sell it. You can have, a, let's say, a paraplegic can go be a world, um, a, a dynamic athlete in the a, in a metaverse. That's a good selling point. You have a person that has um, no family, little little to no interaction with anyone in their living scenario. They can go have a whole community in, in the metaverse. You can see the positives in that, where we're also, you have so many different interactions with people, it's probably gonna slow down the, the uh, uh, early on stage of uh, dementia. Um, so that is gonna have some positives, but also gonna have a lot of negatives because Y'all hear how people talk on on uh, video games right now on headsets? Yeah, it can wild. When, when the goons get loose in the metaverse.
2: Nah, I um, uh, I don't know if you guys have watched Black Mirror at all. Yeah. So, I man, there's so many episodes that so many that I can I can hit on when it talks to like advancements in te- technology and AI.
0: Chips into the body, the Contacts, uh, being able to change what uh, someone, how some people perceive things. I oh, remember the girl girl. one is crazy. Like when, they, when, when they're at war, when he has contacts, show how they see the people. That one is crazy, man. It, it's funny you bring that up. I was about to bring something up of that nature. Um, I remember I'm a, I'm a real big sweater, right? So I remember a girl I dated. Not in a relationship. It was a situation ship, yeah. but but so she had um she had suggested i get botox on my forehead to stop my to minimize my sweating and i just saw an article not too long ago uh where they came back and they did some studies on people that got botox directly into their forehead to stop stop their of uh, the um perspiration down uh will slow slow down the perspiration and it 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 modified how they um empathize with human beings and then also how how angry they were so you going from i don't want to sweat so much i want a built-in sweat band so <laughs> i don't feel feelings and now i'm angry i'm more angry as a person that's crazy and that's just what that's with medicine now we we talk about the corruption and we're looking to take place with technology that's downright scary yeah yeah where i was getting at with the black mirror there's an episode where
2: Back to talking about like the metaverse, where so they used AI, I guess, for metaverse type technology for um, retirement homes and or, or people that are, you know, on was on, on hospice or stuff like that? Yeah. Oh,
0: that was a paraplegic.
2: Yeah, Ooh, I can't I can't remember.
0: They they had like a it was like a same sex relationship, and then she met her in real life. She was an old lady. Um, that yeah.
2: Was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so for people that haven't seen the episode, it's called like Juan Du Ju- Ju- or something like that. But anyways, it was this lady that was pretty much on her deathbed. Mm-hmm. And she had she she didn't have that much time to live, but they kind of gave her into, put her. I can't remember how they put her into this virtual reality, but they put her into a virtual reality where when she put it when she put the headsets on, whatever she put on, um, she went into a world where she was like. 21 or something like just mm-hmm. into bars, and it's crazy like she was actually living that life like falling in love, going out with friends, living. And I don't know if they kept her on that the whole time, or if it was like a, a daily oh. thing where she, or if she was like snapping, snap, like snap back into like go to sleep or whatever, and then wake up and put it back on. But mm-hmm. I in the in the video or in in the episode, it was um so like say she was in the virtual reality, became like super young, kind of like restarting her life was able to do life over again in a very um, accelerated manner. And she, Like I said, she fell in love, and at the end, they showed that it was really just a lady that was um, like, I don't know how old she was, probably like her 80s or 90s, but on her deathbed, and it was crazy how in the AI you can be wherever you want to be. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a cool way to use it, you know, almost like a uh, that's a, I feel like that's, that's going to be like another form of hospice.
0: I could see that. I could see that. And and as far as like going on your way out, I could see that very fulfilling for a lot of people. A lot of a lot of mental, um, a lot of mental. A lot of people are going to be helped mentally. Based on option as an option.
2: Yeah, especially like you have a family member that's on hospice, where you can no longer communicate with them anymore. Put them in AI. Now, now their thoughts are still there, and their thought, even though their body is. Uh, not responsive. Let's say you put you put that um, AI, AI AI on, and then they also put it on. You know, mm-hmm. to have those last conversations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: When I just had a thought and I say... "Oh, we're talking about we're talking about Black Mirror. And we're talking about different forms of entertainment. What do you guys think about the writer striking in, in, in um, Hollywood? I think that is." It's a form of
2: um, what's the word, for it? The word for
0: it? They're also fighting against the use of AI to replace writers as well.
2: Really? Yep. Yeah. They're- I kind of have the same the same uh, aspect on it. I mean, we're going to force people to be more creative and find other jobs, but at the end of the day, it's going to cause people and cause our whole you know nation to to kind of either figure it out or we're just going to go downhill for a while. Because we're going to be way more efficient, but we're, like, where is our, where's our income going to come from? The, you can't pay the robots. Everybody's just going to keep their money. I mean, the businesses are just going to keep their money, and save their money, and not to pay people. But then how individuals are individuals going to make their money? I feel like I still stand on what you, what you were saying, where it's going to be, the rich are going to be very rich. It's going to be like classless. Like It's going to be classes of people. Like three classes are going to be for the very rich people. It's gonna be the very very poor people that do the jobs that are that everybody can do. There's gonna be no reason to get a, go get a degree, the reason to have any type of higher education because everybody's gonna be doing the same thing, unless you're kind of like in the, in one of those higher classes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I see a lot more OnlyFans accounts going up. More <laughs> <laughs> more feet picks going up. About that. I've been talking to a lot of girls out there that fix the ain't feeding right now.
2: Yeah, I saw, I saw I saw a girl say she get
0: five thousand dollars a month. To feed people, people do that though. People
1: be paying for that stuff. If, if you
0: put up follow it, following crazy what you can do, I've seen some people pull some real finesse jobs, but they also do they also do some stuff that you like, oh, okay. <laughs> just very different. That's all I can say. just very different. People pay to see it. My show, man. We talk and we talk about more than sex too. But
2: um, when I next time I come to Atlanta, bro, I need to, I need to hit the couch. I'm not, yeah, no, pause. But I uh, <laughs> I uh, I need I need to I need to come I need to come and be on pause. And I <laughs>
1: hey, just stop, man. Hey, <laughs> I know what you mean, But I
2: understand what you, I, I would you, like to come on the episode yeah, we, the podcast whenever I'm in the. Yeah, man, for sure. <laughs> I ho- I hope to come out there soon. Some- I, I usually go out there every uh, every every summer, but I haven't recently. But yeah, next time I come out there, man, I'm gonna hit you up for sure, is like and you know, come experience what these people are experiencing in person. Yeah, yeah it looks crazy, man. With, with some females. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm married, man. I'm married, so.
0: <laughs> oh, that's better. Oh no, no, no. Actually, it's funny you say that. I I really enjoy having married people on the show with singles. Um, So, because one thing that I get upset about, or the most frustrating, i won't say upset—the most frustrating thing that I see when I see people talk about all this different uh, relationship content is usually single people talking to other single people about why we're all single and all that stuff, right? When you have people that are married, you—they talk about relationships and what they've done in their relationships that are so vastly different from people that are out living the single life. And you just see very quickly the change of dynamics and what they're doing and what they're pursuing and what they're compromising and, and, and um, communicating on. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so that's very, that's okay. very, yeah. and <laughs> well, I had one, I had a guy get, um, he got banned from my live spot. It wasn't by me, it was by the owner. He he offended so many, Um, he offended so many women in the audience, but he did numbers on TikTok and Instagram. That's crazy.
1: Wait, what do you do to get banned?
0: <sighs> you, you guys know Patrice o, uh Patrice O'Neill, right? Comedian passed away. Yeah. Who? Say it again. Who who is it? It's uh Patrice O'Neill. Mm-hmm.
1: Um
0: so he's he's a he's a comedian that passed away some years ago but um the guy that i'm talking about he's a comedian down here his name is iceberg shrimp and he's he has a lot of views that would be very that will be considered by a lot of women to be very misogynistic and but also very conservative yeah so he was talking and i can't just put in the words. matter of fact i put in the words um Y'all gotta pardon me for cussing, but if I don't cuss, it, it, uh, it doesn't get the same feeling. So he said, and he said, and I sat him purposely on, on the stage with another married man to like they can volley back and forth with, with their ideas, right? And Shrimp said, if you fucking five bitches and only two of the bitches listen to you, you only got two bitches. Okay. Now, as a man, I understand what he's saying when he says that, but when a room full of women are, are taking that in. First of all, you, you saying it. that pit name, and then you said you hitting five at one time, and if only two of them listen, yeah, man, you only got two. I can see where that could be very problematic, and it's much like how we were talking earlier about Kevin Samuels and a lot of guys that work in the red pill space. The delivery versus what's said gets internalized and processed very differently, and everybody kind of. odd. A lot of people agree with the majority of the things he said. They just didn't like the way he said it. But it was enough for the women to go to the owner of the establishment where I was doing my live show to say, hey, we don't want him here.
1: I can see why he got banned.
0: I can see it. Appreciate you, fellas. All right now. Peace. Hey, let's get active.